Let's talk about some quarterbacks. Look, we don't really talk too much about quarterbacks in fantasy football, or at least as much as running backs and wide receivers, because they're just not as exciting, right? They're not as exciting, but, 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 and this is a big old booty, they're becoming more exciting because of their legs, their wheels. We saw glimpses of this a while ago with Michael Vick. Robert Griffin III, we got it short-lived. Russell Wilson, when they allowed him to, right? It was great. Mobile quarterbacks. And then the flood of mobile quarterbacks came into the league. Lamar Jackson changing the game. Josh Allen last year with different styles. And now you're seeing a couple of mobile quarterbacks this year. So it's becoming more exciting to talk about them. And it's not just the late round quarterbacks, right? The late round QB that is now the way to win the leagues. The middle round QBs are slowly becoming more important. Like the Lamars, Josh Allens, Dak Prescotts. And other mobile quarterbacks, Jalen Hurts even, this year. But late round QBs, they still matter. Oh, they still matter. Why? Because you get to spend a late round pick on potentially a league winning quarterback. Three years ago, Patrick Mahomes. Two years ago, Lamar Jackson, right? These are MVP players that end up finishing as the overall QB1s, and they were drafted in the double-digit rounds. Uh, You got that in some instances last year with guys like a Josh Allen, not necessarily the late, late rounds, but you can get him often in the eighth to ninth round last year. And if we want to talk about late-round QBs going at 10 rounds or later, I got two of them today for you. Two of them that nobody wants to draft. And look, these guys don't have to be the number one overall quarterback. But they're being drafted as if they are outside the top 25 quarterbacks right now, as if they are bottom five starters right now. And I think that, hey, I'm willing to take the chance on these guys inside the top 20. I think that they have a lot of upside. I think that the teams around them are are quality teams or becoming quality teams because of the coaching and who is surrounding them on the offensive side of the ball, offensive line play and or weapons. So let's break down these two quarterbacks right now. Like and subscribe this video as well while you're here. The first one is going to be Mr. Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston last year with the Saints did not start a game, only threw 11 times in a couple of appearances. And there's a lot of pros and cons that go along with Jameis Winston's game. I mean, if we want to start with the pros, you can just go back to 2019 when he was a league leader in passing, when he was second in touchdowns. And we're talking about fantasy here. So he was the fantasy quarterback won that specific season and now he's surrounded by some solid weapons in Michael Thomas who as long as he's not in week one dealing with a high ankle sprain all season long should be back to the former Michael Thomas that we know of Alvin Kamara who last year the number one pass catching running back in both target share receptions all these types of things in the NFL so there's two weapons right there Adam Trotman they're saying could become something in New Orleans and if that's the case and if any other wide receiver Traquan Smith finally can get that 50-year breakout right fourth year breakout potentially Marquez Callaway, there's some weapons around him. Not only that, but there's an offensive line around Jameis Winston. Now, what are the cons? Well, the cons are the real-life stuff that happened in 2019. Outside of fantasy, the reason why he threw for so many yards and so many touchdowns was they were pressing because he threw 30 interceptions in the season. The other downside is that there is some quarterback competition here, and honestly, last year, if you look at it, Taysom Hill, when Drew Brees got hurt, came in for four games. He started all four games. He went 3-1 and one during that time, and oh yeah, he looked pretty dang good. So the possibility of even if Jameis is named the starter, which is what we're hoping here and we're expecting, if he's named the starter, there's a chance that he could be benched if he's still the sporadic Jameis Winston of throwing interceptions. Now, Jameis Winston, what is the ADP on Jameis Winston? He is currently going on ESPN as the quarterback 29, currently going on underdog, where people are putting their money where their mouth is, the sharp ADP, underdog fantasy, proud partners of this show, quarterback 25. He is my quarterback 19. So a lot of people are baking in a ton of risks here. And one of those being maybe he's not even named the starter. I'm expecting him to start 
I'm expecting him to be solid for fantasy. Better coaching staff around him than the time that he was in Tampa Bay. Much better running game and running back around him. It's not Ronald Jones and Peyton Barber who have no versatility to their games. Now, the thought is that Taysom Hill is going to be a quarterback only this year as he's been practicing all offseason as just a quarterback. And last year, his stats you can see on the screen in his four games as a starter, 82 for 114, 834 yards in four games. So not the greatest four touchdowns, two interceptions, but on the ground, he had four rushing touchdowns and over 200 yards, winning three out of those four of the games. Now, the defense, obviously, helped having Alvin Kamara pop off during a couple of those games especially the last two is going to help you as well the offensive line that Jameis would be playing behind this year last year it ranked number 13 in pass blocking they had some injuries they were dealing with and this year it's projected to rank number four overall we'll see if their rookie from last year can take a step forward in Ruiz so this is going to be a situation that you have to monitor but let's just compare Jameis to other guys going after him Jameis Winston again right now based on ADP 25th on underdog 29th on ESPN my quarterback 19 and he is going right now behind behind Daniel Jones, who is number 18 right now on ESPN. He was 29th in fantasy points per game last year, and he is obviously has a lot of issues with fumbles and interceptions. Similar to Jameis, although he's going much, much earlier than him. Is it because of some weapons around him? Jameis has those weapons and a better offensive line, much better offensive line. So I'm not too sure what's going on there. Baker Mayfield is going ahead of him right now, and I personally like Baker, but more so for real life. This is a run first team. Even last year with Baker Mayfield taking a step forward in real life, especially the second half of the year, getting Odell back this year. I understand those things. Won't have Chubb injured or all year to at least start the year he still has not finished inside the top 24 in his first two seasons and then you have some rookies who I think the upside is the world for these guys when we're talking Justin Fields when we're talking Trey Lance they're both going ahead of Jameis Winston right now and they probably should I agree with that one but again have not seen them start a game and they haven't even been named the starters of their team I would say Jameis has a better chance to start than those two players for their teams we can keep going on and on Carson Wentz who last year obviously came off of the worst fantasy season of his career he is now in a run heavy offense where there's a potential rushing lead and Jonathan Taylor in the backfield. Jared Goff just got traded away to an offense that has absolutely no weapons, and he's going ahead of Jameis Winston on ESPN and right around the same time at Underdog Fantasy. Those are all wrong. I'm taking Jameis Winston. They're nine projected wins. They're top five overall defense, which should help him not have as much pressure to force the ball in terms of trailing in games. Give me Jameis Winston as our first late round quarterback. Now, the second late round quarterback, it's going to be a little bit easier to break down. This is a rookie. Pick second overall, Zach Wilson to the New York Jets. There's three big pillars we have to talk about here. The first one is improved offensive line play, sound coaching that was brought in, and doing all they can to surround him with talent. Improved offensive line play. Started last year with Mekhi Becton. This year, they drafted Elijah Vera Tucker. They just paid him his four-year, $15. million salary. And then they also brought in Morgan Moses, a right tackle to a one-year, $4 million deal or so. And this is very underrated. 16 games last year with the Washington football team. He played over 1,000 snaps, one of about 40 offensive linemen to do that. He was number 12 in run blocking and number 25 overall. A top 25 offensive lineman, very underrated, brought in by the Jets. Now there's sound coaching that they bring into the situation here. Robert Sala, 17 years of experience. He brings over a bunch of guys, a bunch of guys. The offensive line coach from the San Francisco 49ers. Mike LaFleur, the offensive coordinator from the San Francisco 49ers. And what do they want to do under the Kyle Shanahan scheme on offense? Well, they want to be able to be innovative, fast, and explosive. They want to be deceptive as well through play action passing. They want to be able to use a lot of motion. San Francisco in 2020, number one in motion plays on offense. And the New York Jets, oh yeah, borderline bottom five. They were bottom 10 in that department. 
So they're going to have this whole San Francisco regime basically moving over here. And that was obviously a very efficient offense. We'll see if they can continue that, obviously, without Kyle Shanahan. And then finally, what do they do? They're doing all they can to surround him with talent, right? They ended up bringing in Corey Davis, who Corey Davis and Kenny Galladay, both going to New York, actually, ended up getting paid this offseason. Davis being one of them means three years, $37 million. Yeah, they're going to probably use him. They ended up signing and drafting a fourth-round pick in Michael Carter-Williams, a pass-catching running back, which is potentially your quarterback's best friend. Some people say the tight end, a pass-catching running back and a versatile running back is becoming that as well. They draft in the second round an explosive receiver in Elijah Moore who can patrol the slot and maybe play the outside. They get Jamison Crowder to take a pay cut. They get him to trust in what's happening there. He wants to stay there. He is as secure as they come. He's only 27 years old, even though he seems older than that. And he's a secure veteran in the slot. So they're giving him these security pieces. They're giving him the big outside clasher and Corey Davis. They still have Denzel Mims, last year's second round pick. They have Keelan Cole as a slot depth piece. They have Chris Herndon, if he ever wants to come alive, the former before Adam Gase, when he was on the New York Jets for that first year, before he got hurt, and he's been hurt basically every year, he was a top 10 yards per route run, top 10 yards per reception, tight end. So there's clearly a lot here that's going to be putting Zach Wilson in a position to just be a quality starter. It doesn't have to be a top 10 quarterback, although the upside is there. Nobody's buying into this Jets offense, improved offensive line play, solid, solid coaching, and now weapons around Zach Wilson. He's going quarterback 24 right next to Jameis on underdog and quarterback 30 on ESPN right now, which is probably going to be closer to your standard leagues at home. That is ridiculous. I'm completely fine going with Zach Wilson and Jameis Winston in my home leagues if it means that I can spend my last two picks of an 18 of a 16 round draft on those guys. It might sound scary, but if one of them doesn't hit, well, then I'll play the waiver wire game. But if one of them does hit and they both have a lot of upside, you're looking good. I'd rather have those two guys on my roster than playing it safe and playing it potentially easy with a Derek Carr who's just going to be flat for you every week or playing it even riskier, even though he's going earlier with a Daniel Jones. I like right now the late round quarterbacks and Jameis Winston and Mr. Rookie, number two overall pick in New York, New York City zone, a Paisan, New York, Mr. Zach Wilson. Thank you for tuning into this video. If you want more ranks, if you want player profiles, if you want the top 200 tiers, everything to draft with, dominate your league mates in your draft, check out the Supreme Draft Kit down below. For a limited time only, you can get it free down below. And the only thing I ask from you is if you would like to subscribe to this YouTube channel and like the video as well. It takes two seconds of your time, but it really helps this content reach more people. Thanks for tuning in. We're going to have more content out, and we already got a lot more out, so check that all out on the channel here. See you on the next one, gang.